Hello, we are Terra Nova, a horror podcast. We're hosted by Kendall and Jackie. And here we talk about everything, well, horror. And this podcast is specifically for you, the horror fans, and also the non-horror fans. If you're too scared to watch the movies, it's fine. We talk about it, we discuss it, we dissect it, we laugh about it, talk about the good, the bad, the tropes, and new episodes are launched every Monday. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TerranovaPod. And more importantly, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. And tell your dog too. Cujo. <laughs> Hello, boop, 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 boop. I gotta stop doing that. Um, hi. <laughs> Hello, how's it going? I don't know why I have an obsession doing that. I don't know why. I don't know how the hell that started. You like fireworks? Fireworks are awesome. That's pretty no, much I hate it. fireworks. So I like See, when I had my dog, I hated them. <laughs> there should be an episode. There should be an episode <laughs> about that. I watched that. There was an episode about that. Episode hell about yeah. fireworks. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so I guess this is one of those special episodes where it's something I haven't watched that Kendall has, and I'm sure again, he's on the other side, teasing, being like, wow, I saw something you never seen. Wow. Yeah. Well, whatever, man. Okay. I could sense it. I could. Yeah. See, yep. see, see, I knew it. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm going to say all episode. Yep. I mean, to be fair, you're not the first person to bring it up to me that I should watch this series, but now I'm very intrigued and I probably will get invested into it. Um, so we're going to be talking about Black Mirror, specifically the episode White Bear. So, yeah, Jackie's never seen Black Mirror, which is really funny because I know she loves anthology series. She loves those kinds of things. I'm a big fan of those as well. Um, we'll talk a little bit about we're going to talk about the episode, but then, of course, I'll give you a little bit of backstory on the series if you've never heard of it. So, for those who've never heard of it or never watched it, it's been out for a while, and I think it's been around roughly, probably almost 10 years now at this point. It's been around mm-hmm. for a while. Uh, Black Mirror is a, I guess you could call it horror, thriller, psychological horror, anthology series that has a heavy focus on technology. So, every episode is entirely different. The characters aren't related from one episode to the next. The stories aren't even directly related or really related at all from one episode to the next. So you can kind of watch the series out of order if you want to. Um, if you like, don't want to like watch it in a specific order, if you think one episode sounds more exciting than the next, then feel free. You can honestly watch the show and not have to watch it in like a specific order. But if you, even if you did, the, se- the uh, seasons are really short. The show is exclusively on Netflix, but it's really short. Uh, each season is about roughly three to five episodes. Yeah. Very, very short overall. Episodes are about an hour. So I think there's maybe one episode I think that's over an hour, but for the most part, the episodes are about an hour. Really short. Very British. Uh, it's very BBC. I believe BBC. It's a British show. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good overall. Every episode is entirely different. All of the stories are drastically different. My favorite episode is actually one called The Entire History of You. And isn't it's an episode about basically this future where there's this technology where you essentially, in your eye, where you can re- basically record every moment of your life. So every single moment of your life. And you can play it back and watch it like surveillance footage at any given time. So you can literally, if you want to, revisit a dinner that you had the night before, a moment, a time that you spent with your children, like all of that stuff. It's all recorded. It's all technology that you keep track of 
it's essentially basically yourself. And then, of course, you know, there's the federal level of it where, like, the government can, like, revisit it when you're, like, going to the airport. They'll check a certain amount of hours and make sure, like, you didn't, like, uh, create a bomb before planning the flight or things like that. So, yeah, that episode is always one of my favorites. But uh, White Bear is definitely a really, really unique one. I'm happy we get to talk about That's interesting. It's like, it's like a big brother gone rogue. (laughs) In a sense, like what it sounds like, this whole series yeah. is kind of scary, and it's even more scary because, like, it it is kind of relatable. This we are like in the age of that where everything's spectated, everything's under supervision, like you know, everything's under surveillance, yeah. whether we're doing it or we're the ones being watched. That's that's kind of creepy. And um, yeah, a friend of mine had mentioned, a friend <laughs> of mine had mentioned, she was like, "Oh, you should really watch Black Mirror because you're really into Twilight so much." I am I'm a huge fan of Twilight Zone series. And she was just like, if you like the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. you definitely like Black Mirror. I still never got a chance to watch it. And I believe it's five seasons in total, right? Like, all together is five seasons right now? Yeah, roughly about and five And then they seasons, had yeah. another one, which was where you could actually choose the outcome of the person in the episode, which I thought was pretty interesting, but also frightening. <laughs> like, don't give me all that power. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get you, I'm gonna get you killed. <laughs> If you give me all that power, like, uh, either, <laughs> either by accident or intentionally, I'm a monster. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, so again, like, me never watched it. Episode was amazing. I, I'm actually interested now in watching all of the episodes. And I had no idea it was five, up, five episodes for each season. I thought it was like eight or ten, like, usually how Netflix shows are. But yeah, now I have something to look forward to watching. <laughs> Yep, you know how British shows are. They tend to be a lot shorter than American shows. Yeah. I think that's part of it, why every season is so drastically short. And actually, the, um, one funny uh, thing, funny note anyway, is this is the series where I actually first saw, uh, what's his name, Daniel Kaluuya, guy who's in Get mm. Out, and who's now in Judas and the Black oh, wow. Messiah, the leading Get Out. This is the first first time I've ever seen him. He was in this show. He has There's this episode, I believe it is the second episode of season one called 50 Million Merits or something like that, or 50,000 mm-hmm. Merits. And it's based, that episode is basically about a future where, like, life is gamified. Like, everything about life is gamified. So, like, everything from, like, exercise to how you get points to, how you get points to mm-hmm. eat. But he's basically, like, trying to accumulate points over the course of his day so he can just mm-hmm. exist. And existing means, like, not just getting food, but being able to access other parts of society and being able to skip ads because now ads are an everyday part mm-hmm. of your life, which means like you'll be laying in your bed and then ads will just pop up on the walls oh, that no. you're in and you can skip it if you have points. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And you can skip it if you have points, but if you don't have points, then you're essentially forced to like sit through ads that like almost every part of your life. It's like, it's a really, really interesting episode. It's the, yeah, the second episode of season one. That was the first time I ever saw him. He was, he was really, really good in that episode. I will just end up ending it right there. Blake, no, I, I hate it already when i'm trying to watch something on youtube i don't need to have that in my life i mean again i did advertising in college so i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry for people who have to go through that we have to make shit like that and i'm sorry <laughs> it's annoying it's very i'm just like oh, i don't i don't care about this. i don't care about your car insurance i don't care about this this outfit you're like, get out of here nah <laughs> Yeah, I understand completely. Uh, making a living, making ads, I understand completely. Uh, I think that's why I try to do my best to work with stuff I actually mm-hmm. want to see. Yeah, otherwise you'll you'll go mad. And I couldn't imagine living in that kind of future where you see that technology and you're like, 
oh, like I have no point, but I have no nothing to do but interact with it. Like I have to get it out of my face because it automatically just pops up wherever you exist. So it's yeah, that episode is crazy. This shows this franchise is this yeah, this whole series is insane. I remember like how I first even heard about it. I think it was in passing <clears throat> at work or something like years mm-hmm. ago when only maybe I think two seasons were out at the time. Someone at one of my at a job I had mentioned it and he was just like, Oh, there's this crazy show on Netflix about technology called Black Mirror and I forgot how he even sold it to me, but I was like, Oh that that sounds cool. I'm always into like that kind of stuff and it sounded like kinda of like as you said, I was like, It sounds kinda of like the Twilight Zone, which I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff. So let me let me check it out. And then I did, and it's funny, me and my friend watched the first episode and <laughs> the first episode of the series is is insane. Like I, I I don't know if I would say it's the best episode of the show because there's so many episodes, so there's a lot of really mm-hmm. good ones. But the first episode is insane because it's about this politician who gets put in a really bad spot because somebody in the royal family gets mm-hmm. kidnapped. And then he's basically blackmailed into like fucking a pig on camera, like oh. live on, <laughs> on live TV. Oh yeah, God. it's it's crazy. Me and my friend were just looking at each other like, what? Like, this is insane. And yeah, that's. That's what the first episode is about, and it's kind of like whether or not he's going to actually like have to have sex with this pig on live television to get back like this this fam- this family member from the royal family who was kidnapped. It's like yeah, it's and that was how that's the introduction to the show. I was like, oh, so they just come out the gate with the wildness. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but that's interesting though. That's pretty interesting. But <laughs> this particular episode, like you really you picked this one out, so. Go yes. ahead, tell us the story. I got my popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the episode we're talking about today, as we said before, is called White Bear. And it has, I would say, few, quite a few UK stars in there that I've seen in a bunch of other shows. I'll tell you their names in a little bit. But the overall summary for the episode is that there's basically this woman named Victoria. She wakes up in a room, completely disheveled, and has no idea what's going on. She can't remember who she is can't remember why she is where she where she is she can't remember she can't remember where she is honestly and she does has she has no idea what's going on and pretty much from the moment that she wakes up she is pursued by these they call them hunters but she is pursued by these like people who are trying to attack her and trying to catch her any leeway they don't say anything they're not saying why they're trying to attack her they're just pursuing her the moment they see her and she's being hunted she's being haunted by like random memories that flash into her mind that she's trying to piece together while at the same time there are tons of people just walking around with cell phones pretty much just recording all of her her tragedies like they're not helping and when they're like this guy's running towards her with a gun they're not helping they're just recording it and trying to get the best angles possible meanwhile she's like of course screaming for that screaming for help and somewhere along the way she runs into a possible ally who helps her kind of get through navigate this world where this supposedly she explains to her that this message has been spread out to the world and has compromised a lot of people and kind of turned them into what they call onlookers, who are just people who just record what's happening but never actually take part in what's going on in the world. And other than that, there are hunters chasing her. And so she's trying to navigate this entire world. And the big reveal at the end, the drum roll, the, the big reveal at the end of the story, <laughs> the big reveal at the end of the story is that, yes, Victoria did not know who she was, but part of the reason she did not know who she was because she is essentially on this reality TV show that tortures her every day and wipes her memory of it because she committed this heinous crime, her and her fiance, where they kidnapped and murdered this child and recorded it. So now this 
organization is essentially forcing her to relive that every day as punishment. Yeah. Um, if you have been listening to us this whole time and thus this far, because we're what? Episode 31 episode right now. Episode what? Like 31 episodes in, you know already that how it's always hit or miss when Kendall recommends something for me to watch. So I was just like, mm, that means Black Mirror. I've been, you know, no one told me about this before. This episode was wild. <laughs> like, I watched it, and I remember messaging him the moment I finished watching it. I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's, it's scary. It's, it's kind of frightening. But it, it really, like, it kind of brings up a lot of conversation, though, about what this episode was. And then it's funny because like before the twist at the end, I kind of thought this was like a social commentary on, I mean, it kind of is, but also like on how <clears throat> when someone is getting hurt or they're asking for help, what do people do? They take their phones out and they record. This is the age we live in. This is real world. <laughs> this actually happens. And then, and then the fact yep. that she looks, by racial, I thought, okay, is this a race thing? Is it doing like, you know, like racism? But then no. Twist happens and you're just like, okay, well, I did not see that coming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it really does bring up a lot of conversation because of like the themes. And it's not just one theme, it's multiple themes in this one episode. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, there's there's a lot a lot happening in this episode. Oh yeah, one note that I forgot to mention. Uh from the moment she wakes up, she finds this photograph of this little girl next to a picture frame of her and her fiance. So she is under the assumption that the child is hers, that she's like missing her daughter. But in conclusion, of course, she finds out this is actually the child that her and her fiance killed on camera. So, yeah, it's grim in almost every way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really, really fucked up. It is. It's, it's definitely crazy because like, yeah, she wakes up, you know, you as the viewer are just like, what? I mean, it kind of reminds me of Memento. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie before, Kendall. Or if any, you've seen it before, yeah. right? Memento? Okay. Yeah, anybody I've seen who it. doesn't know what, what Memento is, the movie where this guy kind of, kind of in a way has amnesia, but in a sense, but like the movie is kind of like holds backwards because he has to try to remember and piece everything of what happened that time, that day, whatever. So he has to like get the clues and he has little flashbacks here and there, but it basically is, is like the story is told backwards. Throughout this, throughout this episode, um, Again, you have no idea what the hell's going on, just as Victoria, who wakes up. You have no idea what's going on as well <laughs> as she is. She doesn't know what the hell's going on either. You just know that something's going on, something, these people are just not helping, just recording, whatever. And each time when she's, like, either looking at the picture of the little girl or looking at a phone and she ends up having, like, little flashes, like, little, like, remnants of what she's remembering. And that kind of reminded me of Memento. Like, she's trying to piece it, like, what's going on? And you're trying to piece it, what's going on? And it's just, like, it's interesting because, like, mm -hmm. in a sense, when you do find out the truth that she did this heinous act, those little pieces tend to, like, kind of make sense. Or you're just like, okay, that's why she's having those memories. Oh, okay, okay, I get it now. But I like how in the beginning, you really had no idea where this was going. I thought it was that. I thought, is this, like, memento? mixed with like racism mixed with social commentary what the hell and then boom <laughs> the big mm -hmm. twist <laughs> the race the race part of it i think is worth mentioning because despite despite it not being a thing that's commented on in the episode the lead is the lead is is mm -hmm. biracial uh her name is lenora Cro crushlow 
But mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that is the lead's name, Lenora. I remember I've seen her indie show, Being Human. That's another. It's another BBC show. I've heard of it. It's about a uh, vampire. Yeah, the one about the vampire, werewolf, and ghosts that are like yeah. living together. I really like that show. And then they Americanized um, it. She, she's and great. They Americanized now. it. And look what happened to that. It didn't last long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've heard mixed things about the American one. But it is what it is. But uh, yeah, so she that stood out to me. And that was part of the reason I even jumped to this episode when I first saw it pop up. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She's everything I've seen her, and she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, But yes, the race angle kind of. It's not necessarily directly commented on, but it is important because, of course, you see that the lead is like black and the photograph, the photograph that you see at the beginning, it's her with her white boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She has a white boyfriend and the kid is black. Like the kid is clearly black. So you could it's easy to make to draw the conclusion that like that's mm-hmm. her child. And that's why I would say in a lot of ways, even she is saying, oh, that's I'm looking for my child. Or, like, I don't know what my child is. And then all the people pursuing her. Mm-hmm. Or white, so it kind of it, it kind of adds like a a little bit of a lynch bomb back idea to it of like oh like why are they targeting her mm-hmm. specifically on top of like I said the kid being black as well so it's 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 kind of smart what you can even what you can do in film and in TV you were like when you have when you cast a certain way and how the stories kind of unfold so I really like that yeah because that's that's kind of what I got from it from the very beginning because you know it, it still happens now but. You know, when interracial couples were first happening, that also was like the big no-no in people's eyes. They were just like, "Oh my god, this is blasphemy!" And um, it still yeah. happens now. It's still shunned upon now, and it's just it's just ridiculous. But that's what I got from it too. And it was just like, "Why is she being targeted?" And and it's funny because like since it was called White Bear, I was just like, "Is she a bear?" <laughs> Like, is this a metaphor for a bear? Because the moment <laughs> I saw the guy, the hunter, as, as they called him, with the mask of the signal she sees, uh, I'm thinking, is she an actual mm-hmm. bear? <laughs> what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh, you thought it was like a symbol for, like, people hunting bears? Yeah, that's what I really thought. And, um, yeah, so the symbol, um, God, I wish I wish I could draw it so I could just show you guys. But I'm sure people who watch this episode are like, yeah, I know that episode. I know that I know that I'm not a symbol, but the symbol was interesting because it was everywhere, um, everything like the phone, her TV, on some of like the product, like the clothing these hunters were wearing. Yeah, the yeah, mask. and um, and that was also symbolism for a tattoo her fiance had, because again, when you find out that she, yeah, was I guess like an accomplishment, like accomplice. To help him with this whole crime and when she recorded what she did to the little girl his tattoo was revealed in the back and therefore it was like planted everywhere and again you don't really know anything at first but then afterwards it's like oh i get it now i get it I get it but before knowing the truth i did i thought like is this the purge are we going into the purge <laughs> like, <is this laughs> the purge now like again this episode has so many elements so many things that you have no idea what to think as yourself as the viewer because you're just like okay this could go in many ways where are you taking me yeah you're 100 right um i think that was pretty much my feeling the first time i saw this episode too this is only my second time watching this episode but even in the first watch it was very very memorable because well for a lot of reasons it was very memorable um like i said i like the actress but then also like the story was just like Compared to a lot of other Black Mirror episodes, I would say it's the least tech-heavy mm-hmm. episode. But at the same time, it uses tech as as a uh, 
kind of like a vehicle for storytelling and not necessarily the entire story. Like there's some episodes of Black Mirror where the tech is kind of the story. And then it's like, oh, you're navigating this world where this kind of mm-hmm. tech exists. Uh, this kind of story in, in a White Bear episode feels like it could have taken place today, mm-hmm. except for like, you know, the mind wiping technology, which I'm not in the military, so I can't say whether or not we have or not. But <laughs> but aside from the mind wiping te- technology they use on her every day, Everything else in the episode seemed like tech we have now. Like it was just like cell phones and, you know, uh, TV audience and shit, shit like that. Like, so it, it feels like now. It feels like our t- mm-hmm. current time. Yeah. Like, and the signal itself, like, whenever, so when she comes across these two people um, that are also being hunted, you know, she ends up like tagging along with them as a means of survival. And one of the girls, like, one, one of the people, like this woman, kind of explains to her what's going on like well first there's hunters there's this signal it just showed up it was flashing everyone kind of got infected and with the signal flashing where it kind of made people into spectators you know i wrote in my notes i was like that kind of resembles today you know back in the day we had um i forgot what it's called it was it was i learned the psychology where the bystander effect you know, where someone's being, like, there was that, that woman, oh, yeah. you know, uh, she was being murdered outside her apartment. She was screaming for help and nobody, nobody did anything. Nobody called her. And she was stopped, I think, 20 times and died. And when they had asked her neighbors in the building, it was like, why didn't you step in? And they were like, oh, I'm sure somebody else would have done it. I'm, I'm sure, like, I didn't want to get involved. And, and that's, that's a real thing. That's a real feeling that people feel. And to this day, it's even worse because now we have cell phones. You know, all we do is record. Sometimes it's beneficial yeah. and sometimes it's not. And then to differentiate like when is appropriate and when it's not, it's like I feel like there's no line between that where you're like, is this appropriate or is this not appropriate, you know? And I like how they yeah. really resembled that when they were chasing her and she's like begging for them, like, oh, help me, help me, help me. Even in the part when they send her to the woods and, you know, and the guy's about to like drill something in her back. And she's tied up and she's like please help me and they're just recording and it's just like that's how it is that's how it mm-hmm. is in society um and also the sick the the signal i also felt was like a subliminal message as well to kind of illustrate that same thing where it's just like we kind of do become zombies you know how that whole saying is that how like we're so invested with our phones we become mindless like there's no brain cells inside of us yeah. all we know is is technology um and, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it was just it's just insane. It's just crazy. Yeah, it really is. I think that the story that you mentioned about the woman who was stabbed, I know ex- I know exactly what story you're talking about. I can't remember the exact name of it. I think that story was pr- like that of uh, that uh effect in psych in psychology, the by- bystander effect. That is a, a real thing. But I think that particular incident was proven to not have unfolded the way people thought. Mm-hmm. I I was reading something about it like years ago and it was basically like some some things about that story were kind of blown out of proportion. Like certain things didn't happen the way like it wasn't like a basically a group of people just standing there watching this woman mm-hmm. be stabbed. Like there was there were parts of that event that definitely didn't happen the way they said it did. Um, And that only kind of made the situation worse because then people kind of just assumed that no one would ever help them in any situation. But that effect, that bystander effect is totally a real thing. Um. There are definitely tons of studies about that, and that's why people say. Uh, I remember reading. I forgot which which book it was. I forgot which book I was reading. But I remember there was a book that mentioned whenever you're in a situation of emergency and you mm-hmm. need help, don't 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 just blatantly scream out, "I need help." Point to somebody. 
there was uh, I forgot which book I read that said that, but it was like point to someone specifically and say you help me because it was like that person is more likely to help you versus if you give out just like a general call for help because then everyone will kind of fall into I guess you can call it the bystander effect where essentially like somebody else will deal with it even if it's like a hundred people saying it somebody will everybody will be thinking somebody else will deal with it so they won't feel like they personally need to get involved that's why it's usually better to actually directly call somebody yeah and i was like that that was pretty interesting to hear as well but um yeah no yeah you're 100 percent right people definitely fall into the idea of just standing there and, and recording an incident versus helping if help is possible i still remember a few years back in new york it's happened in new york yeah there was a cover of the newspaper it was a um it was a photograph of a guy on a train tracks about to get hit by mm-hmm. a train and a bunch of people recording it um and in that particular incident that particular article the the writer spent a lot of time talking about how um how we're kind of changing as a society and similar to this movie similar to this episode where they were just like everyone's kind of becoming a spectator and people were forgetting that they can mm-hmm. act um they're being more involved in catching them capturing the moment versus like acting in the moment and I think, yeah, that, that guy, he died because, like, no one helped him. Like, he was on the train tracks asking for help, but, like, no one helped him. And he, he literally got hit by a train in front of a bunch of people. So this is definitely something that happens. And we've probably all seen it in micro versions of real life, whether it's people fighting and people, you know, recording it instead of trying to break it up or even just walking away. Or, hell, I've seen a uh, member of one job I had years ago. I was walking, walking somewhere and, like, this car blew up. Luckily, nobody was around or anything like that, um, and it, it just caught fire, and everybody's recording, and I literally see, like, 50 people, because I walk out the building when the car's already on fire, so I just see a bunch of people recording, and I'm confused why everybody's recording, and I'm like, what are they looking at? And I look, and I see the car on fire, and I'm like, oh, oh, there's a car on fire, but, like, everyone's just recording it, so I'm think, but I'm sitting there wondering to myself, is anybody in the car? Mm-hmm. Like. Cause I don't see anybody moving. So everyone's just kind of standing in place, kind of like with her, they're just sitting in place recording. So, but I'm questioning, did anyone, is anyone in the car? Like, was there anything left in there that maybe was anyone left in there that probably needed to be saved or something? Like I'm not a superhero, but that just, that's just the thought I, that came to my mind rather than recording fire. Like, I feel like you can just YouTube fire. You don't need to record fire, <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, an, it's, it, that's definitely one angle of this episode. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, Kitty Genovese, that's her name. Kitty Genovese. That's that's kind of like what started the whole bystander uh effect. It was her death that yeah. caused all that. That was her name. But um, but yeah, it's just it's insane. Cause again, like there are times when it's appropriate to record it, like you know during the protests that are happening and all this like injustice. That's okay to record it because you're basically recording something that's true that you know they're gonna like cover up later on that's fine but yeah like if it's someone generally asking you can you help me and you're just standing there it's just like what is wrong with you (laughs) you know like are we so dehumanized that we're just just like whatever and i like how this episode really tackles that because again before the big reveal you do feel for her you know you're just like oh my god this is just this is like the hell's going on it's just like that um but the hunters i like a lot no not i don't like them particularly but like what they stand for because the girl that explained them she was just like oh yeah they basically can do whatever they want um they don't care for anything as long as people recording they've always done it before but now that they have like an audience 
they feel like they have to like keep doing it in a sense and she tells yeah. and she tells victoria and this is a quote from the show she says i guess they were always like that underneath just needed the rules to change for no one to intervene and that was that kind of made me think about you know our recent leader we just had <laughs> that's no longer with us thank god mm-hmm. but what he what he awakened in people and i've always said it i have always ever since he became you know like the president at the time i feel like he awakened all these people who were closet racist closet sexist and they were just being so bold you know doing all these heinous acts because they felt like well i could do it yeah. now no one's gonna stop me and that really reminded me of that error you know which we're still in it unfortunately but that reminded me of that and i was just like holy shit like this episode hits close to home and the way she explained that you know like it's just like wow yeah that's a good point i didn't i didn't think about that particular angle when watching it yeah, especially because uh, well for you there's definitely there's an episode that's actually about something like that an episode was made that's the name of that um it might have been shut up and dance i might be mm-hmm. um but there's an episode of black mirror that's actually about kind of like people getting into political office due to kind of just exacerbating the extremes of humanity, mm-hmm. the extremes of society. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't remember the name of the exact episode, but there's this, there's a brief summary of it. There's an episode where like this guy, I think he created like this character for like a kid show or mm-hmm. something. And um, he was like the voice of the character. And then he starts to kind of use the character just kind of, you know, for, for kid stuff and stuff like that. But then at one point, I think he uses it as like kind of an, I guess you can say adult thing to kind of like tell somebody mm-hmm. off, to tell off like a politician or something. And he kind of like makes fun of them with through this character. And then the character starts to become so popular that the character starts to be running in the polls to like potentially become the next leader of parliament, parliament which is their government over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then now it's like political leaders are trying to fight against this like fictional figure. Mm-hmm that's running for office because it has a better chance than the actual politicians. And yeah, it's, it, it feels very, very close to what we, we imagined we, we, what we saw happen in the past four mm-hmm. years, four plus years. It's a really, really interesting episode to say the least. I think that's probably the only reason why that, what you're saying probably didn't come to mind because I saw that episode and it's a direct relationship to that, even though it's way before any of that stuff ever happened. So that's, mm. that's interesting, but you're right. There is, um, there is, they, they call that mom mm-hmm. mentality, right? There's my mentality of when somebody does something, whether or not they feel encouraged to do it or not. Um, and that, that's easy to happen with, like, whether it's a camera or whether it's just people cheering you on to do something. Um, there's, there's been tons of incidents and crimes like that where people kind of were, like, cheered on and they were just like, okay, this is an okay thing to do. And then it's kind of weird that high gets to you. Um and then after the the high is gone, the person's kind of like, "Oh, what did I do?" But that's, I guess, that only really matters if um if the mob then rejects what you're doing. So like in this particular case, there's extreme mob mentality. Like within the big reveal of them explaining everything, um, you find out that these people who are walking around with their cell phones recording her, the tragedies that she's going through are people who just paid to go into this amusement park and get to be a part of the day of her torture. That's pretty much what mm-hmm. it is. It's like they essentially Mon- um, monetize um, judicial punishment yeah. which isn't too extreme for what we have today but that's, <laughs> that's really what it that's really what it is it's like it's a the monetized version of her punishment because you know what she's you find out at the end what she's done and you go damn that's 
that's messed up. Um, but I don't know. I still felt the level of sympathy for her. Like, what, what did you think? Did you think it was hard to find sympathy for her? Just, were you able to find sympathy for her despite knowing what she's done? In the beginning, I did. And then when I found out what happened, I just found it interesting. <laughs> like, I just found it interesting. I was just like, uh, <laughs> this is like, this is karma. But like, visually, you're watching karma as it happens. And we never, you know, we always hear that whole like, oh, karma's going to get you. And we don't, Sometimes we see it in film and sometimes we don't. We just hear it or sometimes it's done off camera. But this is the first time you actually see what karma actually looks like. Yeah, it is kind of like in your face like, oh my God, does she deserve this? And it kind of brings up a good point for me about the whole like, does she really deserve this? Because um, we've always seen it many times where like if, if the couple does something heinous or like the woman does something horrendous whether it's like this or just minor, the woman is always punished more harshly than the man. And sometimes that does happen, especially if it's a person of color. And we've also seen this in the news before <laughs> where they get harsher punishment than someone mm -hmm. who like who looks like her fiance, you know? And yeah, like yeah. that kind of like resembled that. But also, again, like I only felt sympathy while it was happening. I was like, holy shit. But after the review, I just found it interesting that how they were using this technique to basically be like, you know, you're going to learn a lesson now. We're going we're gonna to torture you the same way you tortured that little girl. And yeah, I just found it interesting. <laughs> yeah, to, to add on to your, um, your comment about how, you, of course, you know, people of color treat, treated terribly in the justice system. That's just a given. But an uh, example of what you're saying in terms of interracial couples, a uh, historical example is Malcolm X. Um, when he was, you know, Sonny Red and committing the crimes that he was committing, he had him and his, his friend. They also they had these two white women who were helping him commit some of the, the thefts that they were doing. And when they were finally caught, uh, they essentially gave the women a slap on the wrist and were like, "Well, these these crazy Negroes basically uh manipulated you into doing this," <laughs> and they pretty much gave them a slap on the wrist. And then, of course, you know, uh, Malcolm X went to went to jail and then became Malcolm X within jail. So there's there's definitely tons of examples of that. In this case. It's flipped because the woman is the person of color and the man was white. And uh, they said what, what he did to a, the reason why part of the reason I would assume that she's going through this punishment alone is because they say that he committed suicide while in prison once, when they were caught. They say to elude justice, of course, but uh, and that's she's that's why she's dealing with it. Even though there were two people committed the crime, she's the one dealing with it on her own. Yeah, because they were like, well, you so like, well, you watched him do it. You didn't do anything about it. And you recorded it. So this is your punishment for it. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. But like, if, if, if this wasn't a crime that she did, you know, child murder, cause if you're a child murder, no matter who you are, that's just terrible. Like, you're a terrible person for doing that. But if this was like yeah. a minor thing, say, oh, she was doing death, she stole something, she obstructed, like, you know, building, she graffiti, whatever the hell she was doing, that's really minor. If they were doing this to her, then yeah, I'll just be like, okay, we get it. Like, leave her alone, because she doesn't deserve that. Yes, yeah, she does, but sometimes she doesn't. But that was if if she were to do mm -hmm. like a really minor thing. But again, for this, I don't know. It was kind of hard for me to sympathize with her afterwards because I get it. I just saw it as in, well, we're watching karma in real life. <laughs> you know, we're watching yeah. karma as it unfolds because again, we never see karma as it unfolds on screen. It always happens off screen. 
You that's know, true. it's the first time we're actually seeing it. That's yeah, a good so point. that's why I found it really interesting how they were torturing her and then they even made her watch the video at the end before they wiped her memory. They sat her down. He was just like, We have three minutes until this works, so here you go. And they made her watch the video. They're basically making her watch her own snuff film that yeah. she made herself. Yep. Do you, I, I get it when you said that you feel like you're watching karma. Do you feel like the, the punishment is just? Do you feel like it's too severe? Like, what are your thoughts on the punishment as a whole? I think it's just. I think, yeah, I think it's just because I wrote in my notes that how, like, it, it was really a whole thing of, like, the spectator became the spectated. That's basically what it was. You know, she spectated mm-hmm. what was going on. She's, she knew what kind of monster he was, her fiancé. And she could have easily been like, this is wrong, let's not do this. But she went along with it and did it. You know, I mean, we don't know what the deal. Because, I mean, usually when women do commit crimes with their significant other, it is because they're being manipulated to do it. And that does happen. That's a real thing. Um. That but I happen, feel like yep. this was justified because, again, like, she's basically going through the... Because when you find out what she did, what they both did, that they kidnapped her, they videotaped torture and then the murder, and then they basically threw her to the woods and burned her and then, you know, went on her separate ways. And then when you think about all the ordeals she went through, she's in a house, she's being chased, she ends up in the woods, basically chronologically it's the way they did the crime so she's going she's reliving yeah, the that. crime yeah so i feel like it's justified i mean I don't, that's just me no that's cool you can you don't tell my <laughs> opinions <laughs> that's what i asked um yeah no i i agree with some parts right like i agree there is a i guess punishment that of some sort of justice if you want to call it that i feel weird saying next that's always a dirty word in, in terms of how yeah. it's wielded but i guess i'll go with punishment then so punishment there, there definitely is a punishment that kind of that needs to be dealt, considering what she mm-hmm. did. Right, my my biggest issues with the the form of punishment are a few things. One, I feel it's too severe, and I feel it's too severe for a few reasons. Uh, if you're you're wiping her memory, so the person that you are punishing is not the person that committed the crime. It's the vessel. It's the body that committed the crime. But you wiped away all of her memories of her committing the crime. So she doesn't even really know that she's being punished. She's, why she's being punished, she just knows she's mm-hmm. being punished. And then you, you're t- in, my, in my opinion, it's, you're turning the people or the, or the mob, you're turning the mob that should hate her into the criminals, mm. in my personal opinion. Because it's 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 kind of like uh, I think I, I liken it and thinking of it similar to like the death penalty in some ways. Say, so, you know, at least obviously I've never been in a room when they do these things or committed or do these do the do this. So I've never don't know all of the rules. But, you know, they have the let's go with the movie definition. Right. When they when they're going to put someone down, da- put somebody to death penalty, lethal injection or whatever. They have an audience to watch it to confirm that the person died. Bam, the person's dead. OK. In this case. It's kind of the same. The only difference is it's on repeat. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the death penalty on repeat. Like they just, I don't. I I kind of wonder a lot of things. I wonder will her brain just break from constantly dealing with this? Like you you can say she doesn't directly remember it, but in some ways I'm sure her brain does. I would be surprised if her brain just exploded from the constant day in and day out of torture because they literally do it every day. 
every day a new group of people come in and they're like, okay, here are the rules for how you interact within this fun game. And they're monetizing her torture, which I feel like once you start using the word torture, you're automatically outside of the laws or outside of the boundaries of what people would call mm-hmm. just because torture is just essentially the most po- the powerful, overwhelmingly dominating the powerless. And you're powerless because not just because you can't do anything, but because you kind of have to get the wording for this. But you kind of have to, like, admit that you're powerless. That's like kind of like a part of being mm. tortured is like knowing you're in a situation where you're powerless mm. and then kind of justifying in your own mind why you're being tortured. It's like as a torturer. It's, it's very it's a very, very weird thing. I, I know different. Yeah, it's a very weird thing when you, when you get into the laws of torture. But I feel like. If you're saying that the law should be just, I'm not saying you, but I just feel like if people were saying that the law should be just or that things need to be just, this is nowhere near just because this is just torture. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. Don't somebody in jail is torture as well. If you just be like, you got life, you might as well put a bullet in a person's head. Because sitting in jail for the rest of your life is pretty damn close. Um, so I just, I just feel like it's too severe more than anything else. It's, it's way too severe to put somebody through that kind of. I get what she did, but it is like super, super severe punishment uh, well super severe torture to put somebody through day in and day out that's just that's too much Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's far far too much yeah i mean it could be because again like the guy did kill himself so they were just like we both should be convicted but i guess in a way he did kind of quote unquote get away by ending his life um the whole thing with her being tortured every day it kind of reminds me as if like she's stuck in limbo like, she's stuck in limbo or in hell. Because you know how they always say that yeah. when you're in hell, you basically, or like the seven gates of hell, you're basically being tortured like that every day. There's no ending of it. There's no stopping yeah. of it. So I guess in a way, it's like a metaphor for a limbo or like in your own personal hell to her to relive that. And I, I know that, again, watching this and then seeing that how like she recorded all this and like did that, you know, it was like Kendall this, like, that's real life. There are real cases like that all over the country where people do these heinous crimes and record it. And that, that is how sometimes they're caught. Sometimes they're not caught, but they are caught. And is this like, is this, is this ridiculous? And it, it, it kind of reminds me of when um, the leader of um, the White Bear Justice Park was talking about like, oh, do you have any mental illnesses? illnesses? Do you have any weaknesses? Do you have weak spots? Do you have weakness? It, mm-hmm. I took that as in a way of like they probably saw her I'm talking about um, the little girl because you know children are, 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 so, are so innocent mm-hmm. you know like they're weaklings in a sense you know they're, they're uh, I'm sound like a monster like this but like people see them as easy targets because they can't really do anything you know yeah so I feel like yeah, that's yeah and I feel like him asking her that was like they probably thought about that when they were gonna do this Whatever what reason where they're like, hey, let's 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 pry on a little child. You know, she's weak, she's harmless, do whatever the hell we want. Um Yeah, very true. And that that's that's really how I saw her. Like she's like in her own personal limbo. <laughs> she's in one of the seven gates of hell in a sense. Where she's basically doing this. And it's funny when you mentioned the how like, oh, is her brain just gonna explode one day? She does remember. She does remember this in flashes, little hints of it. Yeah. She does remember like like kind of like what's going on. And then I like how the calendar does jot down how long this has been going on. 
you know, they, they jotted down the 18th of October. They're like, okay, this is dot down. We got this. Tomorrow's the next day. And it's just like, yeah, it's just insane. It's just episode, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something else. I just, yeah. I remember from my biggest takeaway from watching it the first time was just how severe the punishment was. I was like, God damn, this is too much. And I feel like, yeah, when you just, when you get other people involved, it's just, you're basically implicating a death at that point. Like, we're all participants now in a death. We're not just, spe- we could call it, we, they could call them onlookers and say they're their spectators. And, and the people who are visiting and paying their good money to watch this experience are probably like, yo, that was a good time. But it's like, you, you also just played a role in destroying a life. Like, you get that, right? Like, just because you kill a killer doesn't necessarily mean you're not also a killer. And don't get me wrong, I'm not even saying I'm totally against killing somebody if they diss the horrendous to your family. I get that. But I'm um, just saying, you you kind of putting yourself in a, the same position as the person that you're hoping to get justice against when you when you do things like that. Like, it, it's it's crazy. It's, I, I would love to know. <laughs> of course, we'll probably, they'll probably never tell us. But I would love to know, like, whose idea it was to create this kind of Mm-hmm. torture whose I, whose idea it was in in that world because clearly it's not our time period it's mm-hmm. the future based on just the technology even though it looks like our time so it'd be good to know who came up with that idea it would get, it would be good to know what the the family who was affected by these crimes what their thoughts on it mm-hmm. are because they showed they showed you a flash of the family and it's like it's a interracial mm-hmm. family um that's like it's the flip in this case the, that that case the father is black and the mother is white um so it would be interesting to know what their perspective on her punishment is. But, yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, Case. I forgot his name, but they have a Netflix movie about him. About how, like, the system kind of failed him. And that how his, mo- his mother and her boyfriend were both charged for his mother, for his murder and, and negligence. And when they had apprehended them, she also was saying that how like oh she didn't know that you know her boyfriend was gonna do this like she felt sorry like she didn't mean to do this she didn't mean for any of that but like she partook in the torture of her own son and will always like treat him like trash to the point mm-hmm. that she will always say that how she never wanted him to begin with or whatever when that woman was sent to jail she got jumped by her inmate because of what she did so yeah. it's like when it again, when it comes to like child murders, it's like a whole different thing, because you're talking about a life, an innocent life taken, before they're our age, you know. So like again, like I get, I get it, you know. I mean, the mind wiping thing, yeah, that I would say was kind of extreme, because this is like okay, it, it's fine for her to like make her watch what she did to make her feel. Because I mean, you could tell that she did feel guilty in a sense about it. And I'm sure she feels guilty every day. Yeah. And even like when they were showing, were showing her the case itself, like the, the trial and stuff. And she said that how like, oh, I was under his spell. I didn't know he was going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And that how she felt it meant, you know, so much guilt and she was crying about it. That happens. That does happen. You know, when you're with someone like that, you are manipulative to think that how this is fine. This is okay. But then it's just like, okay, I get that. But do, did you feel anything while you were doing it? You know what I mean? Is this like, did you feel anything while you were doing yeah, that's it? A good or question. do you, are you crying because you were caught because you did it? Because it yeah. makes you think, like, why was she crying? Was she crying? Did she feel guilty about it? Or was she guilty that she was caught? Like, yeah, and it's something that you can't really yeah. measure. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. guessing. Um, 
And I think even with like where where her mind being wiped and her almost kind of being a new person, I I kind of wonder if like through wiping her memory, is she now a new person? Like you know, people always question whether or not someone can actually change. I wonder with the mind wipe, is she now actually like a new person entirely, or is she someone who just kind of would eventually revert back to what she she was prior? Because I don't know, you know, people always talk about second chances, mm-hmm. right? And it's I guess it's easier to do that in the case of like somebody stealing something, like somebody stole a car or mm-hmm. something. It's easier to be like, oh, give that person a second chance. But somebody who committed murder, uh, so it's a little different, especially when it's involving a child. But murder in general is hard to act. And I'm sure it's hard in a judicial system to be like, well, this person killed someone. Um, can we trust that they won't do that if we let them out into the world again? Very, It's not an easy, easy thing to consider because mm-hmm. in one way, letting them out could lead to another person's death. But another way, this person could go out and become a brand new person. So yeah. And introducing mind wiping technology to that creates a whole new dynamic. So I can, I really wonder, mm-hmm. is she like a, actually a new person? If there was any some any way to actually test that, that would be something. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would. And then also with stuff like that, you have to think about it too. Like, will there be glitches in it? What if she sees something and then bloop, she remembers something. Just like, hey, yeah, why does this remind me of something? What is this? And then what if you know she finds out the truth about herself and then how does she go on with that you know does she she probably ends up feeling like terrible person and probably offs herself because of it you know yeah crazy <laughs> <laughs> this episode is yeah. insane this episode of this show is crazy yeah i would highly recommend the, the franchise to anyone there is cause it, there's a lot of a lot of good stories in there like this. yeah like the director for this episode uh was it carl tippett's and the writer like charlie Charles Brooker, like, they did something with this. <laughs> you know, they were, they really, like, like, I've never seen this before, because like, I've never seen Black Mirror before, but, like, again, like, this, this episode really brought about, like, a lot of topics to discuss, a lot of conversation. I mean, I'm sure every episode is a conversational piece, and, um... Oh, definitely. You know, like we said before in some of our, our other podcasts, like, if you can make a film or a TV series or even a short that makes people talk about it, you know you did something special with that. Like, it's more than entertainment. Like, it's a conversational piece. Yep. Mm. Episode, man. <laughs> also, the plastic car that they had her in, that also kind of reminded me of, like, they're turning her into, like, a attraction. Like, it was like, a, like an animal. You know, like, on display. Yeah. You know, like, oh, look at this, look at her, look at her. Like, that also was very, like, wow. Like, they really are treating her like an animal. <laughs> like, look at this creature this monster yeah that's that's exactly what it did that's yeah it's it's something that's when you can see like with the interactions that the crowd were giving her where they were just like throwing stuff and throwing stuff at it they were throwing like they were selling literally like a bread sponges that were like soaked <laughs> so it looks like blood when it hits the window like there was a sign that said it was like sponges two dollars so they were like literally monetizing the entire experience of like torturing uh quote-unquote evil person um mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 insane. It, yeah, this 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 episode reminds me of so many things. Like honestly, even when they did the big reveal and they like they put her in the chair and she's sitting in front of the whole crowd and the whole crowd was like white. It, <laughs> like I I can't ignore the race element of it. A part of me was like, man, this looks like juries. This was like the juries that people talk about when they're trying to get like all white juries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really did, yeah. It was like it's yeah, it was. Yeah. And then you had like the only two. And, and then you had the only two black people in the crowd. <laughs> like you only had like two black people in the crowd. And just two random black <laughs> people just like chasing after her with the camera. I'm just like, 
Really? <laughs> Just two people and live in this area? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But, oh, my God. This episode, man. It, it, it really makes you think about stuff. And I'm sure every episode, and every episode is like this, right? Well, not like this, but like makes you Yep, think. every episode has some unique wow. message. Yeah, I definitely have to. Yeah, has a unique message. I definitely have to start watching it. And maybe I'll, you know, give my little two bits on certain things. <laughs> like, hey, watch this guy. <laughs> so. <laughs> cool well i definitely like this episode it was definitely good and again like i said it's always hit or miss with you kendall so good job <laughs> <laughs> but mostly hit <sighs> i really thought white bear meant that she was a bear i did ass thought like is she a bear <laughs> <laughs> no the white bear was just supposed to be in relationship to the bear that the little girl had throughout all the time that they pretty much kidnapped it became a symbol of essentially the movement to find her and the cause to find mm -hmm. her. So they named it after that, which is really, really something. And it's, it's interesting because that's also the symbol and they kind of, they use that symbol in the different episodes, not just even just the Bandersnatch one. Which that episode is, when, when you do get a chance to go through with the Bandersnatch one, that's the one where you can kind of choose your own mm -hmm. adventure. It's kind of long. I'm not, I'm telling you that. So it's definitely not a 10 minute experience. It's, it's almost like an hour, maybe hour and a half experience. Mm. <laughs> like really long and every step of the journey for the bandersnatch one is like um has like three or four mm -hmm. steps and the way they did that episode basically they filmed every mm -hmm. outcome so the outcomes from your for your decisions aren't always the same mm -hmm. it may be like oh pick up a pick up a pencil and then it may be that they'll show that outcome they may be one like pick up a gun and then it's an entirely different one or maybe like do nothing like they filmed they literally filmed every possible outcome for each each decision because they wanted it to be like a full experience and it's, it's pretty cool i'm not gonna lie it's a pretty pretty interesting experience overall i would highly recommend it, it to, uh, to you and to honestly anyone who's probably never even done it it's pretty interesting yeah, i experience. play video games nothing goes right when you choose an outcome for your character you're either gonna die or you're gonna <laughs> die not yet but you will eventually die <laughs> <laughs> check it out that's all i have to say check it out but uh before we get out of here say thanks for thanks for listening guys Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Feel free to hop in the DMs and say, what up? Be like, yeah, we like this episode. Or oh, we don't like this episode. We like this other episode, Mo. Feel free yeah, to say all that. Yeah, feel free to tell me that I'm cooler yep. than Kendall. I'm, I'm, I could be like, I know I am. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be waiting for those messages a long time. But <laughs> Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible news. <laughs> but you can send this out, Jack. All right, so... Catch you guys later. Ooh, wee -oo. Ghost goodbye.